Welcome to the All Arts Radio Hour, a weekly array of arts programming with an eclectic mix of pop, contemporary, and classical music, along with interviews, poetry, dramatic performance, and more. Greetings, music people. It's time for another episode of Modern Sounds, an hour of the best new music for busy listeners who want to discover some cool new artists and songs. Well, we try to help you find the can't-miss songs and artists amongst the millions of songs that get posted to streaming services each year. What's more exciting than hearing some new music that you'll love? God, I love the summer. I love when it's warm out. I love the beach. I love all the fun that we're going to have. And I love all the live music that's going to be here. There are so many good shows in New York and the surrounding areas. I'm tracking dozens of them. Uh, It doesn't mean I'm going to all of them, but I like to think about going to all of them, and I keep a pretty long list. And if you want to see what I'm tracking, DM me at C. Chenfeld. And please follow our Modern Sounds playlist on Spotify. I keep it fresh with songs added on a regular basis. You'll always find something new to hear. I had a great week this last week. It was just another reminder of why it's so good to live in New York. I had a chance to see... Bono at the Beacon, the Jayhawks, Lucinda Williams, and Ben Folds. And yes, these are perhaps not the most obvious candidates for a modern sound show, but they are some of my favorite artists. They all sounded amazing, and it was a thrill to be in the room with them. And even though I host a show called Modern Sounds, I still love some not-so-modern sounds. So we're going to try a little something different for this episode. I am very lucky. I go to a lot of concerts and festivals, and I went to Coachella this past April in Palm Springs, California, where I saw 10 hours of music a day for three days in a row. So I thought it would be fun to focus today's episode of Modern Sounds on going to Coachella, some of the acts that played there, the cool music I heard, and just give you a little taste of what it's like if you've never gone. So if you haven't been to Coachella, it is difficult to comprehend the scale of the place. It's about 125,000 attendees each weekend. There are seven stages, I think. There's dance tents, and it's all in this amazing setting in the Coachella Valley, surrounded by glorious mountains and skies. I have seen some of the most sublime sets of my life there, including a war on drugs set at dusk that led into an unforgettable St. Vincent performance that still has me glowing. Coachella is probably the largest, most influential festival in the country, and it's always interesting to see what acts they select to play there and what that says, if anything, about what's going on in music right now. It's a total scene. It's a rite of passage for young Southern California adults and an amazing fashion show. Just a great people-watching experience. Coachella 2023 is a different sort of Coachella. The headliners are very pop, Bad Bunny, Blackpink, and Frank Ocean. In recent years, Coachella's really moved away from big rock acts like Radiohead, the Foo Fighters, Killers. And it's not like those acts are gone. They're still fronting most of the other big festivals like Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza. But not Coachella. Coachella clearly wants a new kind of headliner. That may be a business decision. It may be an aesthetic decision. It may be both. But that's the festival we got. Also absent from Coachella were some of the leading indie acts right now. Artists like The National, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, The Beth, Sharon Von Etten. Very little representation of people like that. So I came to this Coachella probably being familiar with fewer artists than I ever have in attending past Coachellas. I wondered if it would measure up to my past experiences. And full disclosure, I did not spend a lot of time seeing those headlining pop acts there. Although I did see some of the Frank Ocean set, which was about as bad as anything I've seen in many years of concert going. Anyway, there was so much other music to see, I just didn't make it over to those stages at the end of the night. 
And despite missing those headliners and not being as familiar with as many acts as I had before, I had one of the best musical weekends of my life. On the first day of Coachella, I walked over 12 miles, saw a bunch of international acts, DJs, R&B, some indie rock, and just took in the tremendous celebration of people, the environment. It's really beyond a music festival on some level. It's, it's a big party. There's a lot of celebrating, massive sensory overload, overwhelming in the best sort of way. There were all kinds of performers at Coachella, but the festival did seem to be curated with an emphasis on strong female artists. And the best performance of the festival for me may have come from the indie supergroup Boy Genius, which consists of Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker. They are three very successful singer-songwriters on their own who've just released their debut album as a group, and their performance seemed particularly timely. Dressed in suits, they came out to Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town, and then made sure we understand that the girls were now back in town and in charge. Beautiful songs, amazing harmonies, a rocking band. It felt like we were witnessing a moment where this group of late 20s female artists were staking their claim. They also played on Saturday night, just as the festival went from day to night, which made the performance even more magical. Putting the right act on at the right time on the right stage is a key to creating a special festival, and the Coachella folks nailed it here. So let's get the show started with their great song, Strong Enough, which was a highlight of their Coachella set.
That was Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Probably the most powerful performance for me at Coachella. Probably my favorite set. Boy Genius will be playing at Forest Hills on June 17th. And do not miss them. And check the new album out. It's fabulous. Coachella is about dancing and has long been a home for DJs and electronic dance music. And in 2023, they leaned into it more than ever. The Chemical Brothers have been making incredibly catchy dance music for 20 years, and they closed the outdoor stage on Friday night under a beautiful evening sky with a state-of-the-art electronic show, massive video screens, future is now graphics, and unstoppable beats. It was a party, and there was no way to resist, and no way should you have wanted to. Here is their amazing single, Go! Everybody jumping out of their mind. 
Everybody going out of their skins. Everybody jumping out of their mind. Everybody going out of their skins. you can dance to that that was go by the legendary chemical brothers and if you haven't been to an electronic concert like the chemical brothers you might be amazed to find how much fun it is to watch two nondescript guys turn knobs and wave their hands behind insane visuals and body inhibiting sound let's go back to the beginning of the festival i caught an early flight from new york and arrived at the festival at around noon the first hours of Coachella, like most festivals, are not very crowded. The venue becomes a completely different place as the day goes on. The acts at the beginning of the day are not usually very well known, and so you can just walk out and see what sounds good. So I was very happy that the first act I saw at Coachella on Friday was Jupiter and Aquas, an African rock band from the Congo that serve up a lively, colorful mix of Afropop, funk, and guitar hero rock. A perfect way to start the festival. I'm a big fan of African rock. It's magical how with the same instruments as more traditional Western rockers, they create something familiar, but with guitar solos, song structures, and rhythms that depart from what we normally hear. And live, forget about it. Pure pleasure. Here is Nakazanga by Jupiter and Aquas. Ich kann nicht, was ich kann machen. Na tamboli, di tambola, tambola, eh. Il est temps pour moi de rencontrer mes ancêtres. Où que ma famille in Africa, in Africa, in Africa. Bein mir, bein home. Nakuzunga To my family, my cleaner, my gross father, Nakuzunga. Nakuzunga. Na 
ich weiß nicht, weil ich kann nicht fragen. Nadamboli, bitambola, tambola, namokilio. Il est temps pour moi de raconter mes ancêtres. Où est ma famille in Africa? Où est my grandfather in Africa? Où est my forefather in Africa? Yes, it's Mutus again. Bye bye. Au revoir. Bye bye. Bye bye. Tschüss. Auf Wiedersehen. Adios. What an infectious groove. That was Jupiter and Aquas with Na Kazanga. The perfect start to the festival. So good. So different. A sign of things to come. Coachella didn't have a bunch of artists who you might call rock or indie rock. There were some, but as I said before, not as prevalent as in past years, although you could say that Boy Genius lives in that world. One standout rock artist was Alex G, who is a producer, a songwriter. He's a multi-instrumentalist who rocks like a grunge disciple, but also plays beautiful, almost delicate songs. He's got a large following, although he's never really entered the mainstream. His eclectic set was a highlight. Let's listen to one of his mellower songs, Runner. And when I think of people I love 
That was Runner by Alex G, which sort of sounds to me a little like Soul Asylum's Runaway Train, if you remember that one from the early days of the Clinton administration. Alex G is a great festival act. He covered the gamut in an hour. You walked out of that set feeling energized and ready for more. And so out we went into the growing masses to hear more. I have been a fan of Gabriel's for the last year, but never had seen him live or them live. And I had no idea what I was getting into when I saw their afternoon set. They're led by this amazing singer, Jason Lusk, who's draped in a tuxedo and a cape. He's got two band members, one who's a video director and the other sort of a classical composer. Lusk has an amazing voice. He's charismatic, dramatic, fantabulous, and his bandmates provide a contrasting, almost incongruous cool that makes it even more fun. There's certainly some gospel in their music, but they are not locked into some old school stuff. It was a thrill. Here's their song, One and Only.
I can still see singer Jason Lusk swinging and singing and mesmerizing the crowd. That was Gabriel's with one and only. So good. Such a treat. Exactly what's so thrilling about Coachella, to discover an amazing talent, someone making fresh music, someone who might become an important artist to you. The sheer number of acts at Coachella, coupled with their commitment to eclectic booking and discovery, fills every set with some anticipation. You never know what's going to happen. The most beautiful set that I saw was by the transcendent singer-songwriter Wise Blood. I have loved Wise Blood for the last few years. She is one of the absolute best new writers around. I'd only seen her once before in concert. It was about four years ago at a small stage at the Shaky Knees Festival in Atlanta. Her songs were great even then, but the performance didn't stand out. Well, now she has blossomed into a star. Her voice is gorgeous, and she blissfully danced on the stage in a long, angelic white gown with a cape during her set. The set was as sophisticated and mature as anything I saw at Coachella. She writes like Carole King. She sings like Karen Carpenter. She is just really one of a kind. Here's her song, Every Day. Wake up, baby, it's getting late now. Feel so hard like I always do. I'm so scared of being alone. It's true, it's true. I see you every day.
That was Every Day by Wise Blood, a total standout at Coachella, even by their very high standards. And that song's about as upbeat as she gets. Most of her songs are quieter and showcase her amazing vocals. And she's also pretty funny. She encouraged the crowd to make a mosh pit for that song. And her set was about the last one at the festival that one would have had a mosh pit for. I walked out of her set so happy. It was a complete thrill to see someone today writing such amazing songs, so committed to putting on a show that matched her ethereal music. She's magnificent. And make sure you check out her amazing new album, And in the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. When you have hundreds of acts, a dozen stages, and 120,000 people, things are bound to get screwed up. We were all very excited to see Sudan Archives, a singer-songwriter violin playing Dynamo from Cincinnati, whose new record, Natural Brown Prom Queen, was one of 22's best. For 40 long minutes, she stood on the stage, unsuccessfully sound-checking into microphones and speakers that were doing her wrong. Coachella can be an artist's biggest live moment, and hers was going down the drain with tech problems. We felt awful for her. We waited patiently, but you get restless. It's not fun to stand and wait. It's hot, and there's a lot of other music that's going on at the same time that you're missing. Still, we hung in there, and so did she. And after almost an hour, the sound went on, and she was on fire. It was the sexiest, most passionate, and funkiest performance we saw. She was not going to let this opportunity pass. She killed us. Here is Sudan Archives with Selfish Soul. That was Sudan Archives with Selfish Soul, overcoming major tech problems to put on a show that was on fire.
if I could pick one act to play Coachella each time I attended, it would probably be our next act, Sophie Tucker. They're a duo who met in college. They look amazing. Their shows are visual treats. The stage is colorful and beautiful. Their dancers are not shy, and their songs are catchy and danceable. What more do you need? The perfect act to take you into a Coachella evening, fun and glorious. Here is Sophie Tucker with their song, Summer in New York. I've got no destination and I'm sipping on my tea. I've got all day long just to walk down the street. I start on Second Avenue, making my way downtown to you. Maybe I'll make a stop at Bang Bang, get myself a new tattoo. Then I find me a secret garden and I sit down with my book, but I'm not planning on reading. I'm just here to have a look at people in and out of stores. Maybe she's an entrepreneur. Maybe he just got off a tour. The many characters of summer in New York. with Summer in New York with a little call out to New York City's own Suzanne Vega. The perfect Coachella party act. Dance, sing, play. And even though Coachella doesn't like to book acts for two years in a row, I'm fine with having Sophie Tucker play every year at Coachella. The most over-the-top, dramatic, larger-than-life performance came from Christine and the Queens, whose French lead singer Chris crawled, gyrated, and leaped around the stage like the direct descendant of Iggy Pop and Anthony Kiedis. And in fact, they did a great cover of Under the Bridge by the Chili Peppers. Most of the records are not as wild as they are in concert, or at least as wild as they were in that concert. Here's their song, People, I've Been Sad.
char de mort Marcher pieds nus sur du fer Et maintenant tout est plus fort Adolescence contrariée par un milieu de remords Maintenant quand je ressens quelque chose Tout est bien plus fort Adolescence contrariée par un milieu de char de mort Marcher sur du fer et maintenant tout est plus fort Adolescence contrariée par une solitude folle Maintenant quand je suis dehors, le soleil me brûle encore and the queens with people i've been sad the winner of the most glorious transgressive performance that i saw at coachella pure rock star stuff i took a long walk from one side of coachella to the other in the early part of the afternoon the sun high in the sky in the desert someone told me to see a band called the comet is coming i know nothing about them and they were playing on one of the main stages which are really set up for huge stars to play on at night when you're a smaller act playing there early in the afternoon with a not big crowd, it's probably very daunting, and sometimes it doesn't work out. It's a huge stage and a small crowd, not the best combination. So on this huge stage were three guys, saxophonist Shabaka Hutchings, who's one of the most prominent players in the UK, and his bandmates Dan Levers and drummer Max Hallett. Hutchings is a saxophone demon, and his mates provide synth groove, hints of prog, and unstoppable beats under his insane sax improvs. I've never seen or heard anything like that. They filled the place up and blew through the peak of heat sun to dazzle the crowd. Here's Code, the song they opened their Coachella set with.
comet is coming with code. Imagine just happening upon that band with no idea what they were going to sound like. And they will be at Central Park Summer Stage on August 2nd. Your mind will be blown. Coachella has a few tents that always have DJs playing, usually with some shade. So it's good to check in one of those tents for a break, join a party, get sprayed from the stage, and then get back to some shows. One of my favorites of those tents is the Durab tent. And after a break at Durab, it was time for a little throwback sound. Even with all the contemporary styles of music at Coachella, it's nice to hear something very familiar. So we left Durab and went to the Sonora tent where we saw Los Bichos, a four-woman group from London who plays some psychedelic surf rock instrumental music with a little Cumba Colombian feel. It was a beach party and the four women rocked. Here's their track, Las Panteras.
Timeless Psychedelic Surf Rock from Los Bichos with Las Panteras. So you got to understand, Coachella is not like a regular festival. Festival that might have two or three stages. Each act you can see, you don't miss anything. You know most of the acts. It's a very different experience. You can't help but miss a ton of music at Coachella. And someone else could go there and have a completely different experience than you're having. So there were plenty that I didn't get to see, including Bad Bunny, Ethel Kane, Rosalia, and Wet Leg, although I did walk by their tent as they were finishing their hit Chase Lounge, and it sounded amazing. The buzziest act that I missed was probably Labyrinth, and I don't even know where I was when he was playing. He's a singer, songwriter, and producer out of London who's had huge hits in the last few years, both for himself and for Sia, Sam Smith, Diplo, and others. As a general rule, you shouldn't have FOMO when you go to Coachella. It's just impossible to see everything. But a few friends said Labyrinth was the highlight of their festival. And he was joined at various times during a show by Billie Eilish, Sia, and Zendaya, who sings with him on the song All For Us. Check it out. Labyrinth with All For Us, joined by Zendaya, a very proud alumni of Kids Bop. And that 
is the rap from Coachella. It was totally invigorating, and contemporary music is in great shape. And three days of live music makes me more convinced than ever. And what an experience. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Mark Ruxin, who pushed me to get to Coachella the first time and has been leading the music journey out there for years. Summer's here. Live music is everywhere, and artists rely on live music today more than ever to make a living. So go have some fun and support them. Until next time, this has been Modern Sounds with Cliff Chenfeld. Listen to Modern Sounds, part of the All Arts Radio Hour, right here Saturdays on 88.3 FM on the East End and at 96.9 FM in Western Suffolk, and live streaming on WLIW.org radio, as well as on radio streaming apps. If you like what you hear, you can follow the Modern Sounds playlist on Spotify, which I update regularly with new music. Follow me on Instagram at cchenfeld, and follow WLIW-FM on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Send me any comments, ideas, recommendations, and criticisms on what you heard today. We're just getting started, and I want to make this show as enjoyable and useful as possible. This is Cliff Chenfeld. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the All Arts Radio Hour, brought to listeners from the WNET Group's All Arts platform. For more All Arts programming, go to allarts.org and to All Arts apps on all major streaming platforms, as well as at All Arts TV on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And in the New York area, TV viewers can watch the 24-7 broadcast channel. Of course, you can tune in each week to the All Arts Radio Hour right here over the air on our live stream at WLIW.org radio and on radio streaming apps and podcast platforms. Thanks for joining us for the All Arts Radio Hour on WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station.